All right, drop it. You are tuning into the for profit podcast. We are your host. I am New Haven here with my main man JD. What's up? Hey, you need the air horn. <laughs> How's it going, man? Everything good? What's up, baby? I'll be in San Diego in a few weeks, so we will be playing some more. It's a miracle. Oh, hey. <laughs> I love it. I haven't been down there since you moved there, too. Yeah. But that will end. I promise you that. Everything good? That's amazing. Yeah, everything's good. Okay. Uh, how did your Honda go? Honda's I just I'm the second place machine this year, bro. Like I had I had Scheffler when he won, and then other than that, it's like Basically, Sunday melt after Sunday melt this year. So, hoping to turn that around. Henley Burger, you guys can go fuck yourselves. But anyways, no, that's uh, that's just the game. We gotta keep, yeah, keep it the process, right? So we got. Last time we talked was the Genesis. We're gonna, we're gonna do players, and we're probably doing Masters. We got special guests for Masters as well. Um, but other than that, let's just. I mean, what more do we want to talk about? Let's hop into this shit, huh? Yeah. This cool. is a, this is a, the fifth major. This I like the, I like Riv better. This but. is this is the fifth major, bro. We are excited. This is a very very big deal. We are here talking about the Players Championship top two fields. Yeah. Period. 100%. Right. Sawgrass, TPC, yep. shit ton of water, yep. sixty eight hundred yards, plotters, and a bit of a might be bombers now. Bit of a. I mean, this is what let's let's before we get into it, we got we have to bring in our guy. We have to bring in our special guest. We're every single time we come in, it's a special occasion. So we got to bring in our special guest this week. A guy who I, I he has me on his radio show every single week to talk about some golf. One of the best guys in the industry. Everyone knows him as Lockie Lockerson, Mr. Ken Barkley. How we doing, man? Good. <laughs> You guys got between the music, the intro music, and like the drop game that you guys have going right now. This is like a really I just I do like conventional radio for four hours. We can't we can't play any popular music. We can't play any like beats that are copyrighted. We don't have any drops on our show. I got about a thousand in here. (laughs) What's like what's do you have like Order like what's like the hottest beat that you have stored up right oh, now? Like oh, just, just makes his own. I just I watched the comedy copyrights. documentary. I got nothing but beats in my head right now. That's I okay. have a, I have a lot of beats, girl. Believe me, I got I got beats, <laughs> I, got, I got beats for days. I want to so. use them, at, uh, you know, a ton throughout this interview and, uh, aggressively. That would be awesome. So, well, <laughs> as we're doing top twenties, just like ah, oh, change the vibe up a little bit. Uh, no, I'm good. Thank you guys for having yeah. me on very much. Obviously, it's my first time coming on with you. Um, for sure. You know, James and I go go way back for the. Like whether it's like you or me or like Whale or some of these other guys for like years backwards, mm-hmm. we were doing uh, podcasts and, you know, all this kind of like random content for free, like nothing sponsored, nothing even on like YouTube or Twitch or the links nope. that you guys send out just to see how all this stuff has evolved. Like 
you and I were like DMing and you know whatever 2018 about yep. golf, like probably before I, when I was still working at ESPN, probably. So it's For crazy sure. to see kind of how far everything's come, and uh, and it's cool to see you guys doing good stuff with golf. Absolutely, thank you. Yep, that's this is our thing. Uh, obviously, your thing is, is you you do everything. That's I mean, that's that's what what do. do I do anything well though? I just yeah, do everything okay. I guess I don't know if you do anything. Jack of all right. trades. Jack of all <laughs> trades. So I always like to start like we're doing this year, and this is kind of a first for us. We're having somebody on every time we come on because it's a special tournament. It's going to be a big tournament, sure. so we're going to need some help with it, right? So you're you're our guy this weekend, and I always like to start with just you know how did a you get into the betting industry and 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 b how did you come across uh your your golf you know golf strategy you know it, it, like how did you develop it what did you do kind of what uh, what are your techniques and and you know just kind of go a little background story here sure uh i mean betting wise and i'll try to keep this uh as brief as possible so yeah. we can do a lot of players championship obviously that's like what the people came here for oh, yeah. of course but uh yeah i mean i was like a you know, casual better in my twenties, like throw a couple bucks down on a game, uh, would go to Vegas for the tournament, which is coming up on the anniversary of that, obviously with selection Sunday coming up on Sunday and, uh, yeah, casual better for a long time, worked at ESPN for like more than a decade in production, just kind of working my way up that. And then just kind of get more and more into like gambling content. I was always, uh, a kind of a verbal person, but I was pretty good at math. Okay. And I was really, really like games and puzzles and like problem solving, like advanced problem solving stuff. I would always, even in my free time, even like the video games that I would play yeah. or conversations that I have with my friends, pools that we would do. It was always kind of about like strategy and problem solving. Yeah. Um, and whether I knew it or not at the time, pricing probably too was a part of it uh, as well. So when I tried to apply some of that to sports betting, I made a ton of stupid mistakes at first, just like <laughs> I'm sure everybody did. Uh, and, you know, whether it's golf or anything, and then just like kept trying to learn. I think that's the most important thing. And yeah. I'm still still do that right now, even though like host the show and obviously a little more high profile uh, than I was before. So just for me, it's like much it's it's less about like the amount of money or the the wins, losses, like the RO, like all the things that obviously are important in tracking your success. It's like less like that's not the appeal. Like the bag of money is not necessarily the appeal, even though I've had like some very, very big wins. Mm -hmm. It's more like and some losses. It's more like the idea of like feeling like you're you're solving a problem or like a, trying to to price something appropriately, trying to find things in the market that others have missed um, or that not everyone has totally caught on to. And in some markets, that's obviously going to be really difficult. And some it's going to be <laughs> a little easier. Golf tends to be really tough with this yeah. stuff. Um, so just yeah, you general betting. Be, when we started, yeah. it's a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, it's, you know, yeah, golf out, right? It's not necessarily something that could be solved, right? Yeah. Like not necessarily something you feel really good about. So, um, you know, just have kept trying to get better and better at it, kept building out uh, different kinds of tools, whether it's, you know, math driven stuff or... I would say like not intuition driven, but it's just stuff that's more like information driven, I guess would be the right way to put mm -hmm. it. So like a combination of those two things, when we start getting more into the year, uh, you know, obviously the, the most recent season in the, in the PGA tour is really, it's still in its, in its beginnings. Right. Yeah. So it's obviously technically the season starts the week after the FedEx cup ends, but you know, a lot of guys take the holidays off. We only have like eight or nine tournaments and not everybody has played in all those tournaments, obviously up to this point. So trying to evaluate something like short-term form, for example, last 20 rounds, all that stuff, really difficult, right? Yeah. I mean, like how many rounds Dustin Johnson played so far in the 2022, right? How many rounds, like a lot of these guys have played, this yeah. is really going to be one of the first tournaments where they're all together at the same time. So a lot of the tools that I'll use during the summer or like Augusta onward throughout the summer where we have short-term form, all these guys are really like whatever they're going to be for that year. That's probably what they're going to keep being that's easier to kind of, for me at least, to project a little bit more. Early on, it becomes a lot more 
what assumptions are being made in the market, mm-hmm. what information is available, some short-term form stuff, obviously, as well. Um, you know, some of the stuff I know, James, that you do with courses and everything, and I know you guys do on the pod. So a little bit of a long-winded explanation there. No, but yeah, this cool. early in the year, it's kind of combination of feel, ratings for golfers, weather, course, all that stuff kind of goes into the into the same pot, basically. Yeah, I like that. You know, it's interesting because uh, same exact way, the one thing that that I enjoy about the beginning of the year more so is that I like I know those golf courses because they're all West Coast courses. So if, if it started in Florida, I'd be like, I have no clue what's going on. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, you never, played them all in California. Means, you're like, I played this course, I played that course, like all. This you stuff. kind of watch yeah. enough to where you feel like I feel like I can fit. It hasn't really worked this year in the outrights. It has in the past, but you know that's a and, and yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it, it, where where do you switch it to where you have enough da- data on the single year to be able to to bring more assumptions? out of that than maybe the longer term form when you're looking like you know 50 rounds 24 rounds 75 rounds that's it that's the puzzle right <laughs> that's what right. we're our guys that are getting better right yeah. young guys that are going to take a step i mean what's the story of this year been so far it's Sky cam Shuffler, smith winning it's hovland winning smith, multiple yeah. times it's scotty scheffler winning multiple t- like all these guys who are like the next guys yep. right they're all like what are what what should their new baseline rating be how should hovland be rated like the number one golfer in the world like is that where we're headed <laughs> with this guy basically i mean skill set why yeah. i know he said he couldn't chip after last week and you said that on our show today yeah. but like We'll talk what's about his, no worries. <laughs> right. What's his true new baseline rating? Like where where is he in relation to Morikawa? Where is he in relation to to John Rahm? Where is he in relation to Justin Thomas? Yep. Obviously, by course, that's going to change a little bit too, but that's an interesting conversation. The Scheffler one is really interesting. Here's a guy where it's like, well, he can't win though. Like that's his thing. Rookie yeah, of the yeah, year, but I could never win. Sundays were a disaster. Not so much anymore, right? Yeah, <laughs> Couldn't hit a fairway like last Sunday, but like still won the tournament. Obviously, yeah. like what's the new baseline rating for him? These guys are kind of coming into their own. Morikawa is still coming into his own. I think all that stuff's really interesting. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, that's a great segue. We have a course this week that's going to play really interesting considering the weather and it's already very difficult. So I think we should, yeah, drop for me for the course, Haven. Let's do it. Course preview. It's the time for the for-profit preview. What's the course set up this week? There's more where that came from, Ken. I love it. It's almost like an old school RPG, like flute going on yeah, in the background too. If we play a little Final Fantasy. All right, we take it away. Give us, uh, give us the, the 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 bare the bare bones, and we'll fill in from there. Contra Vedra Beach, Florida, TPC Sawgrass, home of the famous Seventeen Island Green, sixty nine ish hundred yards. It's a plotter's paradise overseeded with what this year? Uh well they're saying they're saying it's it's mostly like rye and and poa on the typically greens. Bermuda, but, but yeah, the Bermuda is still dead. So I mean I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna find out that they I I can never, I never better than poa. The only people that like Poe are West Coast guys. So anything yeah. is better than Poe. <laughs> it's something. I don't know. It's something. It's not pure Bermuda. I can tell you that right now. No one really knows what exactly it is, but it's some hey. kind of a Bermuda Poe hybrid bent mix. I don't know. That's all yeah. And I've looked at the weather and it looks to be a <laughs> shit show this week. So yeah, that's, that's the horror. <laughs> Yeah. Go ahead so, and get your get go get your memory filled with all the guys who won in rain suits. That's, that's kind so that's of a good way. To, that's kind of what I typically do. So the one, the only thing that that I think is is interesting is they've moved this thing to March from May, and it seems to just be softer and more more bombers. If you look at the leaderboards from years past, although Jim Fury got second the first year they did that, 
last year, or excuse me, right before COVID was the year that Decky first round leaded by like by like three or four strokes, and then they cut it because of COVID, right? So right, that, that didn't twenty, really right? That was twenty twenty. Yep. Yeah. And then JT bombed as paradise. I mean, just uh, these guys are. If you look at the, the what, what these guys are gaining off the tee, I mean, you almost have to gain strokes off the tee to be able to compete. So I think this year you're going to see a wet course. I mean, I'm looking right now. It's Wednesday, PM thunderstorms. Thursday, thunderstorms. Friday, thunderstorms. Saturday, AM thunderstorms. Saturday. 20 mile an hour winds with like 30 mile an hour gusts. Then Sunday it gets really cold. It's only 54 degrees. It goes from 71 to 54 on Sunday. So now you have like a cold round in there. Like I, I feel like I'm gonna get sick just like watching this, like with all this weather going on. Like I mean, it's just like thunder, thunderstorms. Thunderstorms not gonna play. Then that's the point. So you're gonna right. get a guy if it's if it's PM thunderstorms, they're not gonna. They're those are they're finishing the next day. This is a time to oh. gamble, boy. This is it. This, this is, is the it. time to gamble. Get your plus money stuff out. Get your long shots out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm there. gambling. I am definitely gambling. This is I have gambling. to say, like, I don't want to be a negative neg ball here, but like, I hate betting on this kind of stuff. I gotta admit, like, I. What do you mean this so, kind of stuff? Like weather this, stuff. This, this kind of weather. Okay. It's so difficult, and and. I just like it to be pure, clean. Like I like my I like my second round bets to be in on on Thursday night. Like you know, like I high like volume in your case. You are so the, wrong, bro. But there is some there is some opportunities that we'll get into. So huge edge. Yeah, isn't this question this way more fun? I'm just gonna be like, and maybe James, maybe in your case, like you feel like you have such a dead read on stuff that you want everything to be exactly the way it's supposed to be because like yep. that's your path to success. That means you I don't know, just on. as just as like a better in all things. Yep. Like I'll take all the uncertainty in the world on this stuff. Like let's I get crazy it. town. Like let's get all this kind of wacky stuff. That way nobody knows how to price anything, or nobody exactly. everybody's guessing. I get right way to put. It, I guess everybody's guessing more. Not that nobody knows how to price anything, but like I I want everybody guessing more about what the right answer to the problem is. Right? I don't want us to all know what the answer is, and then the market's fine, and there aren't any valuable bets, and the holds just coming out, and that's it. Like if we're gonna have AM PM wave crazy weather stuff, if we're gonna have a lot of adversity and maybe there are golfers yes. that don't respond as well to adversity. Like I would have questions about it. Maybe even a guy who won this tournament a few years ago, maybe like maybe a little more of a head case than we think last week, especially. And you know, <laughs> is Rory the kind of guy that's going to win a tournament where we're playing five days and thunderstorms and a guy doesn't seem to want to play golf anymore. Like, I don't know. seems like maybe a little bit more opportunity in, in a lot of different markets. If, if nobody knows what the right answer is, then how James wants the to bet on curling. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. yeah. Is there a lot of certainty in curling? Is there like a lot of certainty that. in that? Well, I mean, it's you know, it's well, inside. Right, it's inside. I'm with you on that. And there's, and there's ice involved it's and ice, sliding rocks. It. I got that one. Or stone. It's it's it. Like that's your fucking like uh, right. you have to like massage the ice so the thing goes. Didn't Ken Palm like solve curling though? Didn't I see that somewhere? You got like some <laughs> website up. Yeah. Be serious. That's awesome. Yeah, that's like his alternative. So you go to Ken Palm. There's like the two sites. One's NBA stuff, which is. I would say pretty similar to what like a lot of people are doing for advanced NBA metrics. And then another one is like some term that's used in curling. And I even saw a couple people tweeting like, Oh yeah, the, all the curling markets are just Ken Palm now. And I was like, what, like what matrix world am I in where it's like Ken Palm and curling and like everybody beat it. Uh, Yeah. I guess somebody beat curling. So shout out to those guys. (laughs) Well, so the Ken, my first question is, is like what, when you see this kind of weather, like what, what off the top of your head, like what kind of, what are you looking for? What do you, what do you, are you you playing it live? Are you, are you, are you stepping you back live? a little bit? Are you looking for more? Can I swear on the show? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I got a, I have a switch <laughs> that I can't. It's almost like the switch has a giant like post-it note on it, too, that says don't flip this switch. Because just doing terrestrial radio, and the switch is like language, one phase yeah. to another. I'm drinking basically. a tall boy seltzer right now. I was about to drop. Sure that's probably... true. That's a good point. I have my tea here so I don't lose my voice after four hours of radio. Um, I was going to do like a do it live. Fuck it. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. 
I like that. Things sucks. Just so. um, <laughs> like one of my favorite YouTube clips of all time. Uh, what do I think about in these conditions? Um, sure. Am I going to like try to figure out to a certain extent, like some plus wind rain players, stuff okay. like that. Um, sure. If I think that the weather is going to have an impact on, you know, is it like more driver off the tee? Like we've seen recently in the tournament anyway, am I going to be more apt to like favor guys who have that skill set? Sure. The, my only thing with this stuff is, First off, I'm not sure beyond like very obvious candidates. So like Euro tour players who are very strong. <laughs> like, I don't know if there's a ton of consensus about like who the better wind player is between like two American golfers, for example, yeah. who are both, let's say they're both rated very highly too. Like they're good at everything. Then, okay. Is there like a consensus? Well, this guy's way better than this guy when the way it always seems like this is something where it's like, we all know it's important but I don't know if we can price it or like make a decision based on that. So maybe it's more like, maybe it's more live stuff to me. It'd be more based on timing. If you felt yes. like there were wave advantages to be had first, second round, and you could really wait one of those two. If you felt like you had good info, let's say tomorrow night before you go to bed. Like if you felt really confident that that would happen and it's weather, I don't know if anybody can feel that confident, but you could, <laughs> Florida, you could probability wise, <laughs> like you could make an educated guess. I think about whether an AMPM split is going to be advantageous. Yeah. Like that's probably the attack point more than like, well, this guy's like so much better than this guy in wind and rain. Sure. Like there are a couple that stand out obviously, but like, you know, like is Matthew Fitzpatrick a bad wind player? No, of course not. Like that's not something that's like, it's like, do I think Shane Lowry would play pretty well in tough conditions? Yes. Like stuff like that. But you know, beyond the obvious candidates, like, you know, am I yeah. like Justin Thomas versus Cantlay, like, oh man, weather massive advantage to someone oh, like, yeah. Or they're yeah. both world-class golfers. And I don't, and the weather's a little unpredictable anyway. So matters. Sure. We know it's going to matter, but like the exact effect pricing that in, I think is really difficult. Yeah. I, think I, remember, right. I do remember this one key thing that Jack said a long time ago. He said, when the weather gets boo-boo, I'm only playing against like 10 guys. You say boo-boo? He said boo-boo? Poo, like poo, like oh, shit. Poo-poo. He said, oh, yeah. he said it that way? Yes. <laughs> yes. He's kind of, I mean, he's an older guy. You might say that now. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. There's just something to keep in mind. I mean, some people they, won't just like, it, right? they want it perfect. Just like, just like James. They want it perfect. Who's a golfer who wants it perfect? Who do you think our number one draft pick is for the golfer who wants it perfect? Roy McIlroy, right? Uh, no, no, no. Actually, Roy has a has has an amazing record in sloppy conditions. Yeah. Oh, well, because you get ball in hand. It right? was almost auto. In Europe, like it was like it was right. raining, just pick Rory. Um, but do we do we think that's what this is now, though? That's my question. Um, like this I version of Rory, you think this is like a guy who responds to a lot of adversity and weather and conditions? He seems just over it. I, I I'm not I saying say, I know the answer. Well, this this Rory has a hundred million dollars in the bank, though. Well, yeah, I wouldn't respond well <laughs> to adversity if I had hundred million. Dollars. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> so maybe, maybe I do. Wrong. Maybe I do, and I don't respond well to adversity. Right? Yeah. So I think uh, that's this, you know what? That's a very good. I I wouldn't pick the California kids as grinders. Like that's I wouldn't. Point. I wouldn't go with Xander. I, I'm, I'm and I'm going. This is what I'm going. Up. I used to teach first tee, right? And I remember the kids would bitch when it would get like 90. <laughs> okay. Right? So I'm just going to carry that, up, especially if the kids went to college in okay. California. Okay. So that might be an angle. I don't like, yeah. I don't think Xander's going to be doing Well, people don't like them in the tournament anyway, right? People yeah. don't like Xander in this yeah. tournament very much right now. I heard a lot of that. Yeah. Well, Justin's you know what? Let's get into it. Let's, get, let's, start, let's start getting to the top of the board here and break down some of these odds and see. Uh, 
see where we find some find some value, huh? Let's do it. I'm in. We're in, baby. Top of the board. Golfers, top of the board. All right. So I think there's kind of like a gap right now. And, and you know, it kind of matters what, what book you're looking at, but you kind of have a you have three guys, and then you have like a group of like six guys, and then you kind of have the rest of them 30, 30 plus, right? So they, they have priced Rom, Thomas, and Morikawa have, have just a little advantage over Hovland and Cantley. So let's just start with those three. Rom's an interesting, and you mentioned, uh, Ken, uh, before we came on, uh, that you, you found something kind of interesting on Rom. So why don't we just start with Rom? Rom can't putt where shit. Literally, since he went to Callaway, he, he his putter has left him. And I think that's an equipment change issue. That would be what I would say. Does he uh, have to have the putter, by the way? Is that part of his deal? Yeah. Like you're not buttoning with a tailor made putter. Callaway is paying you a fucking million. Not bucks. necessarily, like, bro. It depends. It depends on the deal. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's just stupid. From a, it's from definitely a, a Callaway putter. I can tell from you that. From a corporation standpoint, that is dumb as shit. If I got a guy with the whole bag that's Callaway and the putter, it's going to keep him from like winning or losing. Because that's what they look at. Like, oh, he's got a hat on. I'm just that's saying it. that's dumb. I'd let him put whatever he wants. But I mean, you know, losing four point four strokes putting, two point six and two point three in the last three that three outings. That's just not him. Uh, and then you know, considering how well he's hitting the golf ball right now, he should just be absolutely destroying everyone. If you give his his lat, you know, his, his old baseline putting of basically gaining three strokes at minimum uh, around. So. Can uh, break down for me what you found earlier between the different different betting markets and and what you uh, what you what you think about that? Yeah, I think I mean I guess Rom would be one of the most interesting golfers to evaluate in like any tournament he's playing in, right? Because he's going to yeah. be the favorite, uh, or the last couple of years he'd be the favorite in any tournament that he plays in, basically, or or the co-favorite, which we saw with him and JT and what was that in uh, in Hawaii, right? They were the yeah. co-favorites basically in the the uh, the Sony Open. So I, I think that. Like the the weird thing to me with this is, and I you guys were already arguing about it just now. Like, how predictive is someone who puts poorly, and how long does it have to go on before it's predictive? Mm-hmm. Right? I think that's like a really interesting problem to try to solve um, with golf. And may, there's probably no correct answer, right? For each golfer, it's going to be different. You're going to have to ask why that's happening. Is it, you know, if a golfer is playing poorly, is it based on injury? Is it based on aging? Or is it based on equipment change? Or is it based on just literally like? probability not going your way like you're reading the putts correctly you're hitting them correctly and you're just getting oh this one hit a twig and this one didn't go the right way or the weather changed and the greens dried out or whatever so i my first thought is so like am i allowed to i i ask a lot of questions just because we do terrestrial radio i can reference whatever sites i want on this thing right you guys aren't like sponsored by anything okay great so i book i bookmaker chris and bet online up next to each other right now and i find it very when i first looked at bet online this morning i was like all right are we really trying to argue that there's almost no difference in this particular tournament between Ram Morikawa and Thomas? That seems like it's incorrect to me. Yeah, and I, I think there should be a bigger gap between Ram and the other two players. So that was just me looking at Ben online at a snapshot this morning, like starting to evaluate this tournament. Right. And then right before the show, I'm like, well, let me just go to bookmaker and make sure like nothing's changed in a crazy way versus this other offshore market that I have up. And I go to bookmaker and Rom's nine Oh five. Just like, and, he, and not, that, like, earlier too. not that implied probability wise, that's like this massive difference. Like we're not, it's like 5% or something. It's yep. not any of that stuff, but just to like see that and to know, you know, from, listening to other professional golf writers speak historically and saying they always find value in John Rahman, these big tournaments at these big prices, like tens and stuff like that. Like I see a 12 with him and I think it's 11 at bet online right now. And I would just, again, I would ask, and this is me part of this interview, I think, which is going to be fun or part of this doing this segment is like, 
you guys helping me with some of this. Like, what do you think about this? So like, I, I look at those three golfers and like, is there, is all of their recent form insanely good? Yes. Did Justin Thomas literally win the tournament last year? Yes. Um, are Rom's numbers that should be predictive, all of his T to green stuff, are they really good right now? Yes. Three golfers playing really well, three golfers kind of in their primes. Okay, cool. But like, who's best is the best by far. It's Rom. Yeah. Should the difference between them be this small? So like, I have Rom as an outright written down at these kind of prices for sure. It's one of the only outrights I have written down right now. If we mm. think the driver is going to be a big part of this tournament versus the May editions, which we've seen so far and with the weather. So like, I know like everyone's saying off the board, crazy prices, whatever. And I think that's going to be true in some stuff. Like, should Ron be as close to some of these other guys as he's listed right now? That would just be my question. I disagree well, with you, by the way. Okay. I think what uh, what aspect of that do you disagree with? I'm curious. Uh, who's best? I will give you that Rom's floor. You think Morikawa's best is the best? I, no, I think more. I think Rom's floor is by far better than everybody else's. Okay. But as far as best, like Justin Thomas has runaway times. <laughs> sure. Has, and Morikawa has shown like even against who we think is the best. Right. So I don't think Rom's the, is the best. Year. I just think his yeah. his floor is the highest. I don't okay. think it's so like his average, his average, definitely. his average is like definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So between Morikawa and Thomas, who would you vote for to have the highest ceiling? Or is it all for the, Tom, that's not one of those guys? No, I think Thomas, like yeah. when he's on, it is just, right. it's, it's ridiculous. Just bro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the good yeah. news is all three are ridiculous. So it's kind of like yeah. arguing oh, it's like a Jordan LeBron first day conversation at some point. Yeah. Right. I guess it's like the one thing I found interesting is that it looks like it came out of Morikawa and not out of Thomas. Thomas's number at, at bookmaker is the same as it is pretty much everywhere else. Morikawa is the one that ticked up. So that, I mean, I would lean to think that, that that's if you're going to the top of the board, that's what that's what people, you know, that's what the, the sharp guys went well, with. Do you like any of those guys, they James? Always underrate Morikawa, though. The, the sharp red editors are always underrating him, mostly because he just doesn't hit it very far off the tee, very right. straight. Which you don't so, need here. Which you don't necessarily need here, but, man, if it's going to be wet and, and, and you're going to – and the ball's not going to be going anywhere, I think it's going to help <laughs> when – you know, it's going to be help, – it's going to help to have uh, – to have to, to be a little longer off the tee. I mean, we saw JT was taking drivers on holes and Roy was taking drivers on holes when they won the, the last two renditions of this thing that were never driver holes. Back I'm pretty sure how sudden beat Tiger – yeah, but that was a different golf course. That was a May. That was a May. That's the problem. It's like so much even when we do the guys we like. No, it wasn't. I'm, the, this, this is the reason I bring it up, bro. He had a freaking rain jacket on. It was sloppy. <laughs> well, I remember. Yeah. Trust the me, May, I remember. The 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 today. Sloppy. The May rendition of this golf course has always been more firm than the, than the two we've seen in March. That's why I bring it up. So it was sloppy. I, I think it's interesting. I think, man, you bring up a good point. And here's the thing. In my opinion, Ken, there's no way he's going to continue to putt like this. He's just too good of a putter throughout his Well, career. I don't know the answer, right? Yeah, I mean, is, I mean this, I, does it, is it predictive or not? So you guys were just talking. Can I just, like, explore this? He's also around the green, by the way, which is really – like, no one's talking about his around the green play. Like, he, he's been chipping poorly, too. And so, right. you, you know, you combine those two, and, and you know, that may be where, where the problem lies. I mean, he's lost strokes around the green in five straight. It looks like he's lost it in, in nine of his last – nine of his last uh, 11, he's lost strokes around the green. That's usually not what he does either. So – I mean, if you look at his ball striking, it's been you should win everything. Are you, taking, are you taking them three or not versus the field? And I'm not. Yeah. Uh, y'all? Three of are them y'all? versus the field? Yeah. I would, not, I would not take that bet. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. there's so I mean, much more to explore down this board, and I'm getting, sure. I'm getting quarter chub. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Let's so, keep it going because I think – 
I think well, so. You guys aren't betting on any of these three. So just no. like it, the answer could be no. That's fine. No, you're not no. betting Morikawa, James. You bet Morikawa in every tournament. You're not betting Morikawa. No, because I because I think there's a guy there's there's a guy who needs to be within this group is not okay. And I don't. Why don't you, well, why don't you do that guy next? Because that was what you talked about on our show today. What yeah. So so the next group we have we have Hovland, Cantlay, Rory, and now we have Scotty Scheffler in there. And to me, I don't see how Cantlay is not priced. Again, doesn't have to be priced with Rom because I do agree with you. He he needs to be the favorite in every golf tournament at this point. But he absolutely has to be priced with JT and Morikawa at this stage of their careers. I mean, we, we're looking at, at, at Cantlay, won the Tour Championship, won the BMW the week before, fourth of the Century, ninth of the American Express, fourth of the Pebble Beach, and, and, and second at the Waste. I mean, we're I mean, that's an absolutely insane form right now. It's better than JT. It's better than Morikawa. And we're getting him at 24s pretty much across the board. I mean, he's a perfect fit for this golf course. He's long enough. He's straight. Longer. Longer than he's, people think. Yeah, he's sneaking <laughs> long because he hits it so damn solid all the time. And if you're talking about guys who in, in, in any kind of conditions, the very first thing anyone will tell you is you have to hit it. That's a, the most imperative to hit it solid consistently to get it through the wind. I, I just – I started my card there because to me, him being, him being priced with Hovland, him being priced uh, a longer than Morikawa and Thomas – it's just incorrect, and so that's that, that's my guy, and I'm going to have him everything. I'm going to have head to heads. I'm going to have him top twenty. I'm gonna, literally that's that's the horse for me this week. I'm curious, Ken, what what are your thoughts on, on Cantlay, and uh, is that is that a guy that you're considering? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, in that in that tier of golfer too. So if we take like the cluster of like Hovland, Cantlay, mm-hmm. Rory, Hideki, Scheffler, like call yeah. that a cluster of golfers. But I mean, you could throw like Xander in there depending on what book you use or yeah, whatever. Like maybe. of that group. Who would I be the most interested in? Right now, I'm not betting any of them, but of that okay. group, who, I, who would I be the most interested in? Yeah, probably Cantlay. Well, let me ask you, because like anytime I see something like what you saw, so you see Cantlay's price, and you think that's crazy, mm-hmm. right? Or I, I, you know, you've got a point spread for a game, a total for a game, a prop. Say so that's crazy. I always immediately try to make the opposite case and try to be like, all right, why is it this? Like, what am I missing? Yeah. And if I, usually if I can figure it out, but I disagree with it, then that's what makes it a good bet. Like I, I've solved it okay, they're pricing this in. So in a, in a team-based sport, it's a player injury, maybe. It's like, all right, that player injury is driving the price too far. I know why it's moved, but I disagree with it. Like, why do you think, like, I agree with you, Cantlay's, like, form is, like, beyond, re- above reproach, basically. Like, couldn't couldn't possibly be better. Why do you think he's not priced with the other guys? Why do you think that is? I can tell you why. It's because he has two straight mixed cuts here. Right, it's course form, right? Yep, course form, and then, yeah. and then he, he he doesn't have a lot. So a lot of handicaps are looking for Florida form as well, right? How, how'd you play at the API? How'd you play at the Honda? He doesn't play those. You, you can't you, you don't see you don't see any kind of any kind of form from either of those two tournaments so i, I think that's what's dragging his number down i just don't i just don't agree with it the players it's a hard golf course i mean a lot right. of guys rory has missed cuts a lot of guys who've won here have missed cuts Tigers everybody missed cuts. has missed a cut I mean, it's just right. it's just of course you're going to miss For cuts on because it's difficult because so, the only guy i've missed and so and so you know to answer your question i think that is why Nobody loves it, I don't think. I mean, I think the guys really like it, but I don't know if there's like a horse for the course who's just like a guy who is always successful at, at this track because it's just a little bit random compared to other other courses with all the water, right? I mean, think about 16, 17, and 18, right? 17, if it's windy, I mean, <laughs> you really have to, you have to hit like a, a seated seven iron dead into the wind. Like that's, I don't care how, how good you are. It's difficult to get that thing anywhere on that little green. 18, it's a double if you hit it in the water, no matter what, because you have to drop it so freaking far back, right? And you could hit like a decent shot, have it go in the water, and now you just made a double and you're out of the tournament. So it, to me, it's just it's a it's a more difficult course. So I really don't care about 
any of the course forms, any of the course history stuff, especially okay. on this golf course. So the argument, the argument I think that you made just to like put it in different terms is basically like the misses on this course are so penal. Like they're so ridiculous. And like the, yeah. the margin for error is so small that like really the difference between like a poor performance and a good performance, the margin for error is like, it, it magnifies all the mistakes so much that like a missed cut and a guy who has a good round, like there might not have even been that much difference in like their ball striking or something. Yeah. It's just the, because there's so much water, like a bad shot is punished to such a high degree that like, you know, they're extreme scoring. And so the difference between the players is actually like not something where you should use course form as much. Does that kind of get I that think, right? Does that kind of make yeah, sense? I think we saw that okay. the last two tournaments in Florida. It's a very similar yeah. setup. Well, water I mean, everywhere. Yeah. Honda in, in, in the API. I mean, shoot, it was to the point where Rory was like bitching about how hard the golf course was. He's like, this is impossible. Like, I don't even want to do this. It's like, yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed reading that interview. That was great. Being <laughs> it's like, like, all right, well, I'm never betting on you anymore. Like, all right, especially bye. in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. I mean, there is that, one thing. Interesting guy. But yeah, that's, that's my thing. I don't, that has to be what it is, is what's driving him. But I mean, what is more cow's form here? I mean, obviously, Tom well, he's only played it once and it was like what top 40 or something like that. Yeah, but like, I mean, what, but that what are we talking about? A sample Not size much. of one with him, yeah. too? I mean, what's Hovland's form here? What's that mean? I don't, right. I don't, right. I don't know what it's any like, of that means. He's also becoming the number why. one golfer in the world. Like, what yeah. who cares? Do you have, do you have any other idea? Or? I mean, that's what I that would that's what I would argue. But I mean, do you have a, okay. any, any other ideas? There's two key points that you got uh, that you want to keep in mind. I think that the margin of error. Uh, is not as bad when it's wet. Okay. And number two, they have sub air under all the greens at this place. Sure. So uh, I don't know how it's going to, well, you know, Florida, if it's lightning, they're not playing, but right. the greens aren't necessarily going to be just like, you know, beach towels. Right. Uh, with the sub air. So that's something yeah. to keep in mind. It's a, if it's wet, it actually makes the course play a little easier. The only thing that's weird is uh the gusts that come up on 17. Um, I think there's another hole. There's another part three where there's water left. And you know, if you get a weird gust, it might blow it to the I agree. And but other yeah, than the point is if it's really wet in the fairways and they're picking up mud balls, they're just gonna give them ball in hand, and that opens up a whole nother world of guys who are just like there are guys who thrive in ball and hand conditions who have just been like, yep, I'm just going to take this thing. I'm going to wipe it off. I'm going to set it on a tee. And obviously not on a tee, but they get to pretty much pick their lot. That's a Who are those world. guys, James? Like who thrive? I'm, this is just me. This is not me. DJ, DJ, are like, DJ is crazy. Right DJ is like Mr. Ball in hand. I mean, which yeah, sounds Mr. Ball in hand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, the Masters was ball in hand, if you remember. And that's yeah. kind of what you can see from, from him. So, and we'll talk about him. But in that group, you know, Rory for me is a total stay away until his mental game. He's not so not so damn uh, so negative in his press conferences. I love Cantlay. I can't I can't get the Hovland number the same as Cantlay when again Cantlay is a, is a winner of multiple big time golf tournaments and Hovland is like Puerto Rican Open guy. Like I, I just don't understand that from a well, win. It's a little more than that now. He's won a little. He's won a couple more. Yeah, but, you're, but to your Puerto point, Rican the quality Open of the and field. Mayakoba, just yeah. a bunch of shitty ass tournaments. Yep. So it's like, you're not <laughs> wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong about that. And then Schiffler. I mean, if anyone, this is a guy who has two out of the last three wins, and they're actually you know good fields, good golf tournaments. I, I mean, that, that's a guy who who probably I mean, we have to be starting. Or he's going to need to be considered up with that with that next group soon, especially if he keeps playing sure. like this. I think Decky's uh, and Xander, this in terms of the market, are a little bit priced back. So we'll get to those guys. But of those four, uh, Haven, are you betting any of those? Any of those four? Hovland, Cantlay, Rory, and Scheffler. They're all right around twenty fives. Well, you know, I got a boy crush on Victor Hovland. That's your guy. 
Uh, although <laughs> very handsome gentleman. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It looks like he's high all the time. Is it just me? He or? does. The smile after like a putt doesn't go his way. Like, oh, just miss that. <laughs> it's like, oh, so am I? So my tendency is to go for guys who pick the ball a little more when it gets wet and not so much the diggers. Okay. So with that being said, uh, Rory did tickle me last week. So I think he's going to get a piece of some of my action this week. And okay. Patrick and Patrick Cantlay might get a little piece. I think and you're you're more apt to wait a little bit. I know you're you're uh, yeah, I am definitely a definitely I'm to put him on the caution the caution flag. Okay. <laughs> I had Rory no. last week too. That's probably why I'm better against him. So. Uh, you're like and oh, I had we burger won. the and I had burger the week. Like, oh, it's been a great run for me, right? Between burger and Rory <laughs> the last two weeks. So I like it. Um yeah, I think I think there's some some viable candidates. I, th- but here's the thing when you have like Rom Thomas and Morikawa priced up so high, I really think the the meat of this market is kind of crazy, and there's some wild names here. I mean, let's just go through the guys in the 30s: Decky 30, uh, roughly, you know, uh, Xander, Berger, Cam Smith, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka. I mean, we have majors there. <laughs> we have multiple wins on tour there. Uh, Lockie, any anyone there uh, fits your fit, suit your eye? Anyone you see any value in any guys in that little that that 30, 30 to forty range? Yeah, I mean, I have a couple of guys circled to to talk about here, okay. and that'll actually be the end of my my outright card because I, I don't I don't think I'm going like really deep for the okay. winner here. I think you could get pretty wacky with guys that are going to be near the top. Um, I, the winner here, I just couldn't like. Cool, I can lie bet. I'll make a I can make a case for some other guys once we kind of get rolling. I mean, I have Dustin circled here just because, and so does Planet Earth because you see yep. the price and. You're just like, well, wait a minute. Even just price comparison. Wait, he's X percent normally to win any tournament that he plays in. And in this field of admittedly murderers, guys who are just going to win every tournament. Like, is this what we should get to? Like, where <laughs> where does he properly fit? I think he's a guy who's tough to price and tough to place yeah. in a certain tier right now because of all the things going on with him. But I have that one circled as like a like a potential outright. And I got to be honest, just listening to that ball in hand conversation before I'm just like, Okay, well, am I upgrading this to like, okay, now I actually have to bet this? <laughs> Whereas before I'm like, okay, Rom and maybe a couple of these guys, and we'll go from there and we'll live bet as we go. I I I know everybody's talking about Dustin and this is a crazy price. I get why it is what it is. We just went through every I mean, tell me who should tell me who we should be above. Yeah. In this field of guys we just went over. Everybody's in amazing form right now. Everybody's playing awesome. A lot of these guys are multiple winners already this year. So I get it. And at the same time, like, does that open up an opportunity? Is this a guy who's really difficult to price? And based on what you guys just said, is this a type of layout or rule structure, whatever you want to call ball in hand, that like, if you're telling me that that particularly favors him, and I'll trust you guys when you say that, I just don't, I don't know the answer to that. If you're telling me this is like more favors him than anybody else in the mm-hmm. field, is that enough to make a bet on? Like, I guess that's my question. So like, he stands out to me, and I, I think that's pretty obvious to most people that price yeah. this stuff. So... <laughs> He, he and I said this when he showed. He reminds me a lot of JT in the same tournament last year, where JT was like twenty two or twenty three, and everyone's like, "Well, guess we have to bet this because this guy's just too good of a golfer." The, the other thing I like about DJ, he has wins everywhere, right? I mean, all kinds of conditions. Pebble is one of his favorite places, one of the windier courses that these guys play all year. He has a bunch of wins at Pebble, uh, West Coast. He's always played well. All those courses are are, are apt to, to be you know windy messes, uh, you know, in the in the, the the winter on the West Coast. Again, it's just a number. Who's my first bet? <laughs> I mean, if DJ's 35, I'll just bet him every single time. He's, he's one of the best golfers of all time. And he is also one. We talked about ceilings and floors. I, I, I'm not sure who, who has a better, a higher ceiling than this guy when, he, when it comes to, you know, when he gets or a lower floor. 
right? So draw with a back injury on yep. Thursday. And that's the, the floor. Lowest floor it's falling down the stairs right? when you're cooked out. <laughs> right. uh, but who cares, that. right? You've been the winner. <laughs> that's who fine. cares what the floor is? Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Not when you're dead right. last. Who cares? It comes in second or dead last. Doesn't matter. And I'm not going to have him any head to heads because of that exact reason, right? You're <laughs> not first or last. I do remember something, though. Okay. Okay, I do remember this. Justin Thomas, out of all the people in the top, typically doesn't like bad weather. Mm-hmm. And our and don't forget, Justin Thomas has wild feet. Are you guys kind of aware when he swings? Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. His, his feet mm-hmm. move a, move a lot. Like Michael Jackson out there when he swings. Wild he, feet. This is good. Yeah, like they come off I'm the really ground. Glad I came out both feet, both feet, Justin Thomas, both feet come off the ground when he swings. And I just right. remember him saying. I just remember him bitching a lot about slippage and like his uh, the club slipping out of his hand, stuff like that, you know, and that can get into a player's head. So that's something you might want to hmm. for the uh, for the faders head to heads. If we're talking about like a hard golf course, it's going to be like windy and rainy, and you're going to have to rely on like getting up and down. I mean, Cam Smith at forty is, is pretty interesting to me. I don't think it's a bet because I don't think he's going to hit it straight enough. But I, I I could see that being an argument. If this thing gets really gets really sloppy. Xander. Well, that's the other guy I've circled. Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Okay. Well, <laughs> so, I think you're tripping, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Better like, than you think, bro. No. So, so what is the case distance, against right? him? What's the case against Cam Smith at this number? I'm just curious. He thinks he's, I, he's wild. The other down. He yeah. thinks he's wild, but I think he's a better than. I just I want a guy who's going to gain strokes off the tee, and he's just not necessarily going to do it. Like he could, but he's. Pro- I mean, he, he's kind of a coin flip to do it. But you know, at the century when he won, he gained four. Uh, we know he's going to putt. We know he's going to chip, and, right. and his and we know he's going to hit approach shots. I'm just if you get wild off the tee here, especially if you're in the rough, especially if they turn those sub airs on and they get this thing at least a little hard and firm around the greens. I, I just don't know if, if his if his driver is going to be enough uh, uh, compared to these guys. I mean, all these guys are elite drivers of the golf ball. Like that's just really you know nowadays in today's game, that's just kind of what you have to do. I mean, comparing him to like Decky or Xander or, or Berger as a driver. This doesn't work, but this is a course. This is why he's priced here because this is a course where if it gets difficult, his short game kind of takes over a little bit, right? And right. he has the, he has one of the best short games of any of, the, of any of these guys up here. So that's where if you know, if it's a slugfest and you know the winners five to eight, I think that that puts him in a, in a great position. So that's that's why he's there. Uh, Brooks Haven, Brooksy forties. Come yeah, on, it's because he's got Strix on in the bag somehow. Uh... Sergio, I mean, somehow uh, Decky makes it work every single week, and Brooksy gets a strict sign in the bag, and it's, it's taking a minute. Can't do it. I mean, 18th at the Honda, third at the Phoenix. He played well at Phoenix, putted really yeah, he well. Played great. Yeah. I mean, he was right there. Um, mostly, mostly due to his driver. He's just really inconsistent. But Joe Price for I mean, a guy. Okay, this is a great question for, you, for Ken. I mean, uh, let, how, I'm trying to think how I can frame this. So. Having a sample, having a guy who you're like, all he does is step up for majors. And that's just like a thing. I could see where you could say, eh, like that's more, you could say there's a sample size issue, right? Like he just, he happened to have played well in those majors and he has plenty of wins outside the majors. But is that something, especially with Brooks, that you consider like, like, uh, is that, is that a thing to you or is that just something maybe it's, it's just kind of a sample deal? I mean, I think it's, it's overblown. Probably. Okay. It's probably something that's I was gonna say something that's like rooted in truth, but probably exaggerated in terms of like how we talk about it, right? Okay. Like, is there some difference maybe that's like intangible and we can't quite figure out? Maybe at the same time, like we just said he like played his ass off in Arizona, which was yeah. not a major. 
And like, okay, that one stroke that he needed, those two shots that he needed, is that because it wasn't a major? That's like why he didn't win? Or it's just really tough to win, right? Or it's just a really low probability event and he was in the mix again and he didn't win. So it's just, I kind of go back and forth on that stuff. It sounds awesome. So I like, like, it's one of those things that you hear it and you go, oh yeah, only in majors, right? Like has to only, but then- Okay, but like, what's the difference between like, so he didn't win in Arizona because it wasn't a major or he didn't win in Arizona because it's a low probability event. It's just tough to win, right? Like which one? It's just, of course, it's the second one, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and just, I think a lot so of that that's did, tough. Yeah, I also think like he he was just really hurt at, you know, uh, at, towards the end of. Uh, oh, he, clearly, you know, I mean, just watching anybody yeah. watch any of the coverage. Right. Absolutely. So like, it's like, you know, so weird. It's, yeah, exactly. Is he is he is he not hurt at the majors? Like, I, you know, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> that's, you know, so I, I just think that, you know, if he had more healthy golf tournaments, he probably would even that record out a little bit over the last, you know, three something years. So yeah, I agree with you to a certain extent. I do think just just the, the golfer in me says that there is a, there is a, a switch some of these guys will click when when it is big time major season and there's a there's there are guys who 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 revel in that kind of pressure and there's guys who just really sure. don't quite like it and i think that you know in all the sports that's kind of the uh, the argument is there a clutch is there is clutch a thing like uh, that's kind of, you know people say yes people say no a lot of guys you know with the, the more analytical leaners probably would be like no because you can't really prove it out right it's very difficult to be like well this guy is great and clutch he's he makes all his free throws or you know he he gets all the big base hits but then you know there's there's the human psyche just tells me that there's just got to be something there for those guys to to to, to kind of like those moments. I don't know the answer. I think I love the, I love the argument though. I think it's a great argument. So um, let's move on. But what about Xander? Can I just ask you about Xander real quick? Everybody hates him this week. Do you agree? And you also hate him? No, I don't. So I have I have. I'm just going to tell you right now who I have written down. I'm going to make one more bet. Okay. Xander Berger Brooks or Zal or Willie Z. Um, or I'm gonna make one, oh, of, those, one of those four. One of those four. The gif of the money being put into the oven over and over and over again. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We're gonna it's get so to funny. it because I need. Yeah. I'm gonna. I want. I want to decide with you guys. Right. But um, you know, this is another thing we talk about with Xander. You know, it, it, is it is it just hard to win golf tournaments, and that's why he hasn't because he's been in in position so many times and he hasn't won since 19. I mean, a guy with that talent. That's a that's crazy. Won the gold medal. Yeah, fair. won the gold medal, yeah. but that does I, don't know, I guess that doesn't count as a short. A little field. different, kind of a lot going on there. I yeah. guess. Yeah, you know, second at farmer, second at waste in twenty one, uh, third at that uh, waste this year. Um, you know, he's always seems to be right there. Came in second at East Lake, close. right, or something. Always plays at East Lake Tour Championship. He always plays really well there. I think yeah, he has like fifth a tour championship. Maybe too. Um, yeah, you know, third at the Masters. I mean, well, I mean, they, I mean, it's just. You know, right. seventh at U.S. Open, eleventh and more. Like you're gonna put it together eventually, right? So my thought going into the season, honestly, was like I'm gonna be on him every single time, and because okay. there's no way he can consistently be this close and lose, especially considering his pre- his pedigree before of winning tournaments, right? And so I, I told myself I was just gonna be on him whenever he's up because he's just gonna flip it this year, and I'm like kind of wavering on it. <laughs> I'm just like, now that you're in it, yeah. Now that I'm you're like, in it, you're like, ah, oh, man. But that, right. that's kind of the argument we just—it's a little like, crazy to see that price, though, right? Is, I mean, even price. in majors, like so it, it, pricing it, like the eighteen. Is it? Yeah. Is 30. it crazy? Because well, he was crazy undervalued. He was yeah. very, very crazy undervalued for a while, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was the first one to even tell James about freaking yeah. that. <laughs> I knew about him when he was like eight. Eighties. He was in the eighties, bro. When I was betting on him, and then and then now we got on. He's like, oh, easy now. Yeah. So. Maybe this is where he's supposed to be. 
<laughs> okay. You know the craziest thing is? <laughs> he hasn't been here usually. That's no. That was just my point. Now, maybe this is where he's supposed to be, and he was way overvalued mm-hmm. in, like, other really full-field big-time tournaments. Mm-hmm. But there are plenty of, like, major championships where he was, like, the fourth choice or the third no, choice no. and hanging out, like, slightly above some of those other guys. So. And you know what's crazy to me is his bookmaker was always the one to set the set the top on him. Like, he People, was always, like... Somebody went broke betting him at bookmaker. It's, like, the only to. explanation. And every week <laughs> during COVID hiatus, especially when you and I were, like, when I was really into golf because it was yeah. the only thing going on and I was just like trying to it was all consuming yeah you could just set your watch to go into bookmaker at like wednesday night being like oh man look what we got here 10 people bet xander like while my screen is open no more xander (laughs) it's like okay we're just gonna do this again that guy's not here anymore clearly because he's 31 so i'm like you want to get nuts let's get nuts like all right let's do it again so i'm not saying to bet xander i just it's interesting to see his price now, again, so many good golfers. Somebody's going to be 25. Somebody's going to be 30. No like, who should be ahead of? I understand all that. Just it's interesting to see him versus how you see him in some other tournaments. That's all. Absolutely. And with that being said, a guy that I bet uh, who's priced the exact same is I'm, I bet Decky. Yeah, I mean, baby. Yeah. I mean, look, he's kind of handled the better. But I could just see this being the kind of year for him where he's like, you know what? I won the Masters, I won the Zozo, I won the Sony, and I'm just going to win like five or six times to be player of the year this year. Like that's you know that's kind of the level of ball striker he's always been, and he seems to have gotten the putter figured out. Seven strokes uh, at the Sony, uh, even at, at the Phoenix where he got eighth, three and a half. I mean, you know, the Zozo doesn't have the stats, but you got to know that he gains putting there because he shot 17 under. So, uh, 31. I think I think Decky actually belongs in, in the in the class of the Scotties and, and the Rorys. And the burgers, for that matter. I mean, he has a better resume, better short form, better long term form. So, uh, you know, to me, at thirty one, a decky, give me the conditions. I don't care. He's going to grind. So that's that's a guy that I'm interested in. Haven sounds like you are too. Maybe best fairway wood player. I used mm-hmm. to think it was Rory, mm. but boy, decky has. Hey, uh, on this course, you got to murder the par fives, yeah. uh, which is, I guess, kind of redundant to say, but uh, yeah. you know, when you. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, Decky with a three wood. I just feel like I'm just oh, telling yeah. you, bro. Well, I mean, like the shot of the tournament, right? Yeah, with the club yeah. that you're talking about. And it ain't the only one. You kind of go back through his history. Right. He, he has some Augusta. great woods. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to need that. You got to attack these. And especially in, in tough conditions, if it's windy, you're going to have to hit, you know, hybrid Solid. woods into the green. So mm-hmm. I think that's a great, I, that's, that's, that was my second bet, to be honest. The Decky at 31. Uh, I, I lo- so who was your first bet? So you're Cantlay Hideki so far? No, no, no. DJ, well, uh, DJ is my first bet. Oh, okay. Cantlay. Uh, I was Hideki doing it price. Sorry, yeah. that's how I was doing it. Okay, yeah. so you're Cantlay DJ Hideki. Correct. Of the guys we talked about, nobody yeah. else that we talked about so far. Nope, not yet. I, I need. I'm gonna need. I need one more though. I don't. I don't and, and I know who it is. It's, it's everyone's favorite golfer. <laughs> so. <sighs> okay. That, yeah. I'd, those are my first three. And then, so I'm interested. So you don't. You're, you're done. No more. I got a t- I got a lot of t- like derivatives and stuff written down, but okay. I'm not. I don't want to bet any of these guys to win. Okay, really. and so where are you? Where are you at with the with your outrights currently? Rom. I'm betting I Rom, Dustin, Cam Smith. That's the those okay. are the three that I bet. Yeah, Cam Smith. Burger's interesting. I don't like that melt Honda, but 27. I can't get there. I really didn't like it. Just to give oh. you a heads up. I really <laughs> Me yeah. either. I had I was like two. I wanted done. Um, it happens a lot at the tournament, by the way. Yeah. That's yeah. True. The only other guy that in this little group that I I'm gonna have is I'm gonna have some Sungjae. Uh, nah. Just yeah, his I I love Sungjae. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe, 
laughing drop of the night. This is good. All right. Maybe, maybe he's my my kryptonite. I don't know, but he just always pops so much in my with my in my numbers, and he is just a total grinder player. Uh, you know, his wins are like Honda, right? Shiner, she actually just kind of went kind of bonkers. But, you know, he just plays well in these on these difficult golf courses. Um, and he, he's he's a total grinder. Like, he's not he's not a guy who's going to – the weather's not going to matter to him, in my opinion. The form is okay. It's not great. The number, after I bet it, I was like, ah, 45 to 1, man. I wish I could have got a 55 somewhere. And he that might be available, by the way. I haven't looked. No, he's 40. So, I don't know. That – that's my that that's my guy in, in tough weather. Uh, any 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 uh, thoughts on on him? I, obviously, Haven, you hate him. Wow. Hold on. <laughs> okay, moving on. Oh, nice. Thought maybe we could price this right horn there too. That'd be pretty good. That's like, that'll be when he comes in like T thirty three. I want to get a circle gets the square drop. Oh yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's a good one. Go to Alf for the block. <laughs> All right, next group. And then this is this is the last group of, in my opinion, who can win this thing and i know ken you don't even you don't think these guys can win this thing so i'm interested no it's not that they okay. they can all win everybody can win not but the bet not i don't want to bet them at these prices got right. you okay um fitzpatrick at 36 that's just not realistic i, I don't know i don't think we can we don't need to we don't need to go for that one <laughs> I mean, great when he gets his first first american win and it's the players championship yeah so that's kind of you know, i thought it would be more like the pebble right and you know here's a guy who has like seven wins on the on the euro tour uh, U.S. Amateur wins. I mean, he's got all the pedigree. It's just, I mean, you know, I, I, I'd like a little bit bigger number, although his form is actually, he's got like three straight top tens, right? So I can kind of see it. But everyone's but not, form is good. Like, isn't, know, that, that's that's, isn't that bizarre about this year? Like the top yeah. 11 guys, and that's not Fitzpatrick. That's, he's down way lower than that. Yeah. But you're just like, is anyone not playing the best golf by far that they play <laughs> right now? Like the recent results are crazy yeah, for these right. guys. More so, I feel like more so than in a previous and you're entering the players. I know some of the tournaments are, you know, like only 20 guys and, you know, tournament of champions, all that kind of stuff. But, yeah. Fitzpatrick's up here. I haven't seen him on no, I've, I think I've seen five shots from Fitzpatrick in the past five weeks or something. <laughs> That's <laughs> bias from the tournament coverage. Right? Jingoism. Talk about some form. Like Billy Horschel's form is absolutely insane. Like he is outrageous. Hey, you want to talk about guy? A, you want to talk about a guy who grinds? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Billy don't. He don't stop. I cannot stand him. So I don't I'm like him, bro. But I, I don't. I, I'm telling you, Lockie. I don't know if you've done this, but uh, the guys that I hate, I've made a lot of money on. Good point. Oh, the golfers that you that you can't stand. What's yes? Yeah. Well, Horschel's got to be number one for like a lot of people, right? Jordan Speed. I made a, I made a lot of money on Bryson. I've yeah. actually, God, I think I've won money. I've definitely bet Bryson in three of his wins. How many wins does he have on tour? Oh gosh, uh, like five, five, right? Exactly. So his his first one, he was in like a three way playoff, Shriners. and on a yeah weather shortened. I had to listen to it on PGA Tour radio, and I can't remember <laughs> who he, I can't remember who he beat. It was like on a, you know Sunday at ten a.m. Definitely mm-hmm. won on that. Uh, one on when he was way short price favorite at the Rocket Mortgage when he put it in the water and Matthew Wolf well, was eight wins July fourth a couple of years ago. He has eight, and then and then U.S. Open without the majors. Yeah. I think it's five regular wins. He has eight wins on tour. He has eight wins on tour, He's really, amazing. and a U.S. Amateur, and I did have him against Cantlay in the playoff. When was What's that? What was uh, I had him? I had him against yeah. Cantlay in the playoff yeah. last last yeah. fall. That was disgusting. And we miss you, Bryson. We miss you, Bryson. Bryson. Bryson's a, a. We're big fans of Bryson. We even have a Bryson drop. You have the Bryson drop still, Haven? You got to You got to You had to show Ken the Bryson drop because we are we are big fans of Bryson. He's from where was I was it? born. We're born in the same city. That's probably is it like an awkward joke? Is that what the drop is? Yeah, it's oh, it's great. Did you say awkward joke? <laughs> I did. 
I did say that. That's what I think, Bryson. Like you brought Kepka the the Kep cakes or whatever. What was that? Everyone that hates, and that's those are the guys that we love, except Billy Horsel. We're, we're on the hate. We're on the Hey Billy Horsel board too. Oh, what? The Bryson train. Yo, tickets ready? Get your tickets ready. <laughs> Everybody, we, we were on. I mean, we're gonna miss you, We were really getting on the Bryson train. I mean, he he has his own drop. Clearly, you guys were betting him a lot. Absolutely. I want to hear. I want to hear the Zalatoris cases. That's what okay. I want to hear. I'm gonna, Again, I, I want to just hear. I just it's like pull the string on the doll. Just, I want to hear the same case well, every week. I, yeah. I call it a Zaltox for a reason. It's just one of those things where if he ever, like he can gain three strokes putting. He's done it before in his life. If he ever does that in his life, he just wins. when he was like 13, man, he had like six strokes gained putting. It was no, awesome. I mean, it was really good. so you know, you look at the farmers, any any player, and, and anyone who listens knows I'm just obsessed with guys who hit irons well. Like, I just fucking love them so much because they're just so consistent because they can always get the ball on the green. That's super important. Like, you got to make birdies, you got to be on the green. And he's one of the best at it. The problem is he can't putt. So I have a soft spot for, for the guys who can't putt. And we're, I got him at 60 to one. I mean, that's, that's a fine number I, I, to me. Uh, great pedigree, six at the Amex, second at the Farmers, and then we do have these little blips of him gaining putts. He just didn't quite hit it as well as he has. I mean, nine strokes on approach at the Byron Nelson, uh, 8.2 at the PGA. I mean, those are like Morikawa JT iron numbers. Bro, he just cannot putt with shit. And if, he looks like he's never seen a putter before in his life when he's over the ball. Bro, if Decky can figure it out, it's over. I got faith that Willie can figure it out because Decky was like, Dexy, oh yeah, Becky was nasty, boy. For <laughs> that's that's one of those things where it's like, you know, putting is probably the most random of any of this, right? And so if we could just get a putting week, where you know we're 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 sitting with a, a Sunday sweat and a sixty to one number. I mean, you know, he hits it like all these guys at the top of this board. Like that's a, without a question. He just literally can't putt. And There's only one guy I trust with the claw, and that was Chris DeMarco. <laughs> That was the only guy I trusted with yeah, the claw, and everybody, it, right? Everybody else, it's. I don't want to see it. It means you have demons. I've I've went to it once when I couldn't hit the broadside of a barn, and my mentality on the putting green was, I'm not making anything. Let's try. And it claw. hurts. Like that's kind of where you go. It hurts to do. I don't know about y'all. When I tried it, it was like this is not comfortable. It's it's not fun at all. But anyway, so that's my that's my case. Did I sell you at all? I didn't sell you at forty to one. I'm telling you that right now. There's no way. But. 45, 55, I, got I think, was what uh, old bookie maker had on there. I'm not sure he's gonna get that. some action from the black guy. You got you're getting on him at 55. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> right. I love it. Oh, Very yeah. sound case being made here. That's good. Right. <laughs> That's, uh, Wait, okay, you right. didn't, you're not buying it. You're not buying it, Kenny. I just, yeah, like he's like, can he win a little bit before we pick him to win the players' championship? Okay. Can he win a little bit? Can he putt on a Sunday ever? Like, can that happen before we? Well, here's I mean, a guy. I, who, I had him. I had him. Whatever it was a month ago. Like okay. I, I get it when Luke List won, but Ugh, that was these so like this price with this field. Like, e. I I totally understand though, and like he's taking action. Talent, I mean, talent's unbelievable. It. Like I'm, I'm with. I I understand everything you're saying. I just uh, I just couldn't get to the price with this many guys in the field like this. He, he was at he was at forty at fifty five at one point, and he's down to forty at Bookmaker. So. Someone's got to like him out there, right? Well, same guy's been Xander every week, probably. probably <laughs> yes. He's got a new guy. <laughs> Keep collecting tickets on guys who never win. It's going to go great. Yeah. I love it. Uh, a guy that we both like, and, and I think he's a derivative that uh, that I, I bet not right. You have him in the derivative market is uh, Sugar Shane Lowry. Mm-hmm. I love that guy this week. I think he's doing the golf tournament. What do you got for a price for him? What do you got up uh, right now? I, I, can, I can flip over in a second. 
Uh, I've been at 45, but he's sitting at 55. So, I mean, I obviously got I think I found a 250 T20 on him somewhere. That sounds about right. Yeah. 250 or 275, I can't remember. Probably. And derivatives, obviously, for people listening, just like you're going to want to shop around a lot on derivatives. Like you're going to, you're going to pay through the nose on the hold involved, but like you can also get. Like I mean, you'll find two to one one place and three fifty in another place, or four in another 225 place. Two twenty five at the online. Yeah. Heritage usually has some crazy numbers that are just yeah. Well, yeah, for, yeah. What you want to do is make What's sure that? that you got to find out if you got playing dead heat rules. That's oh yeah, absolutely. That's heritage again, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's like a couple. There's a couple that work like obviously heritage is great, but no, I think I think Lowry is worth it, worth an outright. But right, if it if it gets ugly, he he goes straight to the top of the list, right? I mean, you know, British Open guy, Ireland guy. You know, probably great grew up playing form. In, the, in the darkness, yeah. right? So, I mean, yep. that's just and he's got great form. I thought it was his tournament to lose last last week. I, I really thought he was gonna he was gonna you know. Well, that's because you bet on him. Or the Honda, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's because you had him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. I did have him, and it started raining, and I was like, he's got this. And yeah. He, did, he didn't get to that damn par five, so maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but if it stays like that, that's a that's a horse that I like. Um, again. He's he has wins over this field in his in his in his in his career, right? I mean, he's got a major, so uh, derivatives outright fifty five to one on bookmaker. I mean, that's I got that was I got the wrong end of that one. That was around the uh, oopsie, oopsie. Uh, what's your other derivative top twenty guy? I got a I have a couple. Okay. Uh, so I have Abe Answer written down. Oh uh, yeah, as a T twenty. He's so a good grinder. Drop. Since ball, ball, ball. Uh, since they went made a march to like strokes gain t to green mm-hmm. it's been pretty impressive in the field there you go that's the, the best part is i've never heard any of these before so like i have no idea what's coming next i mean it's really just like a blind turn every single time <laughs> the turn uh, for the better too. so the, yeah so the, <laughs> i was trying to see what uh what my answer prices were i think i found a 325 or 350 okay yeah so like yeah something like that on him I think it's pretty interesting. Super solid. Uh, another another guy though, where it's like, could he could he make putts at any point? Like the season would be great. I think I saw he had, God, it was I think it was like three weeks ago. He had like nine putts from like inside fifteen feet and made none of them or something. I mean, it was just an outrageous round yeah. that he played. Um, so uh, you know his game obviously fits and and you know recent form is good enough with this price. I I have bet him to win a lot of tournaments in my life. And I have been wrong a lot. Uh, he is <laughs> someone recently, in, in my in my ratings. He is always someone who stands out with a very very high like baseline score for a rating. Not necessarily like a ceiling win mm-hmm. guy, but just somebody who like honestly turns into like in most fields will come up as like a top eight golfer okay. in the field. For that's me, my son. Like base, that's just my a baseline you. standpoint, which is not. That's more for like head to heads and not necessarily like to win the tournament and put up that type of four round score. So sure. he's the second one. A third guy I've written down. So this is the last guy for me. And I might bounce in like 10 minutes. Let's yeah, kind of see how it goes. But um, Jason Day, I have written down. <laughs> so I this is not me saying I want to bet Jason Day. This is not like I've already put the bet in. He's yeah. the third guy I've written down just in this market. So like 325, 350 are his T20 prices as well. Okay. Like, where are you at on like the resurgence of this of this guy? Obviously, like a good course for him, but it's back. It's May. It's May times for the most part, basically. Obviously, crazy that dry. That was when he was in his day. Crazy dry. Okay. Yeah. So the course was dry. Yeah. That was. Oh back yeah. In May. Um. So there's something with all these Australian guys, really. Like, I, I, like Scott's resurgence, Leishman, obviously Cam Smith. You know, uh, but the other, the, the prior two just had a really rough time after after the pandemic, right? So I, I wonder if like if if you know Australia we you know 
say what you will. They had they 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 were doing their own thing down there uh, with the, <laughs> with the with well the put. That was really good. Yeah, <laughs> is that what we're blaming this on? We're saying <laughs> COVID protocols. That's I'm what telling uh, you. If you look at the Australians after after COVID, right? All right. Especially guys like Scott and guys like Leachman, who going into COVID had awesome form. After COVID, they literally were nowhere to be found and awful. And they're all starting to play a lot better golf up to their potential. Now, okay, is that because they couldn't go practice, you know, for six months? I don't know. Well, that they're was Jason the Day because he was that? hurt. Like that's and the anecdotal evidence he's, he's on Day. That and he lives in Ohio, so he doesn't yeah. count. Right, but, exactly. Um, not exactly the same thing. Not exactly the same thing. But anyway, that was my point on some of the because I like Scott and I like Leishman this week too for some derivatives. But um, you know, just the guy if he gets healthy, he had to change his whole golf swing too. I mean, he literally went through a full re- reboot because he couldn't right. swing because his back. Right. So right. if you like his short game and, and, and which he, you know when he was at his powers, he was literally the best putter and the best tripper. I mean, he you can say maybe ever like him and like Sevy were like right there with all the stats. Right. So. Um, Interesting. I don't know. What's your what's your top 20 price on him? He's like in the same zip code like as three? the other ones that we're talking about, basically. Okay. Yeah. So like the so bet online right now, just as like a, a consensus kind of like comparison price. Mm-hmm. Days 320, okay. answer 325. Uh and then who was the other guy? Oh, uh, Shane Lowry was the other, the okay. other guy that we talked about. And Lowry is gonna be higher price than that. Uh 225 okay. is uh, the bet the bet online price for him. Just as like a point of question. So those were my three T20s that I'd written down like don't really like the ceiling to win. Although okay. I guess Jason Day is kind of a little bit of a high ceiling guy. I, I don't know. He's he was he's like a tough guy for me to figure out from a like a range of potential outcome standpoint because obviously like earlier in his career the range was easy. Win the tournament was the top end of the range mm-hmm. and that was easy to figure out. Now this kind of like new version of him, what is like what is that? Is that like a like a four round type of golfer, or is that more like a kind of like a second, third page of leaderboard guy? Yeah. I, I, I think we're, that's a tough one. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. Well, that's why I had it written down. And that was not yeah. a yes. That was like a, let's talk about it. So, yeah. That's a, that's, that's a, really, that's the end of my card. So I got, I'm I got those two outrights and the three derivatives. Just yeah. a little more. I think that's where I'm at on day. Okay. Uh, just, I mean, even the RSM stuff and the Houston stuff, or, you know, the tor- towards the latter half. But you know, look, if he gets it going, that's a guy who has, you know, the best, you know, some of the best pedigree on the BGA tour. The last guy for me, I'm, I'm a sucker for Louis Usti, and oh, so I really love, <laughs> love him in American tournaments. This guy's the best. He always wins American tournaments. <laughs> always. He and Fitzpatrick, they went all. Uh, if it comes to uh, derivatives, I do have an outright on him at, at sixty to one. Because if it get again, this is a guy who if it gets sloppy, he has a perfect game when it comes to a short game. His chipping is outstanding. His putting, although streaky, he has some of the top end uh, top top end uh, ceiling uh, with the putter. Off the tee has been very solid. Um, that's a guy who I'm, I'm gonna. I just he just popped he popped in, in on my numbers, and I'm gonna have I'm gonna have some I'm gonna have some some exposure to, to Louis. Other than that, God dang, Tony Finau is ninety to one. Holy shit! Who would have Thought the he can get off the world. Ken, before uh, we let you go, I yeah. know you, you you said you had a, you had an out, so we're, we're gonna let you go. Talk about a couple more things. Um, I have two head to heads specifically that I wanted to run by you. Sure, of course, yeah. Both involved. I'm sorry to bounce on you guys too. I just I looked at the oh, clock yeah. and I like I just got no problem. Got, East Coast, we're West Coast. Coast. It's six <laughs> o'clock yeah, here. You know, we don't have kids. You probably have. I was uh, on the radio from 18. three to seven, yeah. and then doing this. Yeah, <laughs> gotta be exhausted. Um. Webb Simpson is is being overpriced in the, in the in the full tournament head to head market, in my opinion, based on his wins. Have you heard anything about Webb's uh, injury history? And if uh, currently he hasn't played since uh, since since Hawaii, 
Right. I was going to say it's been two months, right? Two months yeah. since his last and, appearance. And he comes and back. We had and, questions then, too. We had a lot of questions in that tournament. And Finau is priced. I mean, Finau's obviously falling off a map. I don't know what the heck's going on with that guy. Uh, I mean, he just he's turned into just like one of the worst putters out there. But uh, Jason Kokrak is is it someone who I considered for for those top twenty markets? Sure. And you know, he he's he's won in, in very good fields. He's he's won in, in where you have to you know hit driver well. He's got you know a win at the Houston, but then you know twenty sixth in, in in twenty yeah two twenty sixth uh, in his in his form. And he's I, I found a plus one thirteen on him uh, versus Webb full tournament, and that was to me that was like almost what, what I would call a drone strike. You haven't do, do your numbers um, spell out so anything? So Kokrak one thirteen versus Webb. That's what you're asking me right now. Kokrak was one thirteen over Webb. Yeah. So my problem is like I can make a number on this. I'm not mm-hmm. going to like my number. Like I mean I, I I guess so I guess that means I can't make one. It just Webb's like what am I putting in as my baseline like Webb yeah. statistics right now? And how do you, like, how do you handle just, injuries? Like that's a good question. Right? Like a total question mark of a guy basically and sometimes maybe for some people that's again like what we were talking about before maybe that's something that creates opportunity i mean maybe you feel like if you're somebody who does have better information than people out there like that could create an opportunity on a guy like that who's i mean this is this is probably the worst web simpson's been rated in <laughs> since like pre uh pre-players championship win right? he's gonna have another baby yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, right? oh, yeah. Nice. 42 yeah. kids maybe that's why i don't know right name him name him genesis right exactly <laughs> uh so like the it just it's a it's a really tough guy to like feel confident i think in what your number is going to be for okay. him and i think it's just something where you'd have to rely on information about what his condition is right like more even more than other golfers where we suspect an injury or like a daniel Berger situation from a couple weeks ago where it's like what what is this he says he's fine like what does that mean uh, webb's a guy i just like was I don't feel confident that I can like price him really well. He's like one of the guys that I just totally stayed away from. I like it. Okay. My last question. And then we're going to let you go. I know I just said that, but this is actually the last question. I told you I'm, I've Xander Berger Brooks. And obviously we know how you feel about Zal based upon their numbers. All right. Which of those four, if I had to, if you had to bet one of those four, who are you betting between Xander Berger, Kepka and Zal Torres. Yep. And the, you know, fine. We're going to shop numbers. We're going to get probably, you know, you can get something better than what bookmaker has. But you know, it, they're, Roughly priced around here, so that price dependent. Yeah, so I mean, we'll call Xander and Berger and Brooks are be we'll call like thirty, and then Zalatoris we'll call like forty to forty five, probably. Yeah, that's fine. That right. If I had to bet one of them to win this tournament, I would probably bet. Well, like Hmm. none of them, but I would probably bet. (laughs) I would probably bet Brooks. I think would be my answer, but like, I would not say that with a lot of confidence. There's I'm trying to figure out if I would have said Berger if he didn't just melt down two weeks ago. I think I would have. Okay. So that's probably a bias by me, like the okay. thinking that that's going to affect him. I think my answer should be Daniel Berger. I think that should be my answer to this question. Okay. But I think I am I am biased by the fact that I bet on him two weeks ago and he mentally imploded and I and I am have less money as a result of that. Happening. <laughs> that's, hey, we I, I I hold grudges as well. Uh, Russell Henry yeah. is my guy. That's so. a bad job by me, honestly. I wanna, I wanna my bet my golf Henry. betting too emotional, too emotional with the golf. <laughs> That's really that's problematic. That's yeah. Hey, I had Henley on the back nine at the Sony, so I mean that's the same same kind of situation. Right. I, yes, right. <laughs> I had JT posted at the Barbasol yeah. last year, oh, which I'll take God. to my there's, grave. Yeah, there's been all of those. To be honest yeah. with you, um, it hasn't hasn't been great in the outright markets. It's been making up with it for the other stuff. The outrights, a little uh, as uh, what's his as, final C? Uh, Jack says poo poo. But uh, there you go. Bring what's your circle. final C before you get off? Basically, oh, yeah. right now. Yeah, uh, outrights, uh, Rom. Cam Smith, Dustin. Yep. 
Well, I, can't uh, wait I guess Dustin Camp Smith, Dustin has a lower price if we want to go in, in price order. Uh, and then top 20s on uh, Abe Answer and Shane Lowry for sure. And then Jason Day, I haven't put the bet in yet, but like that can be on the card for this if you want. I love that it, makes me smile. We took over an hour of your time. Mr. Barkley, thank you so much for coming on the For Profit Podcast. Uh, we're definitely going to have you back on again at some point. <laughs> and then Rocky Rock the Sill himself. We'll obviously talk soon, but with that, we will bid you farewell. Thank you again, man. We had a great time. Yeah, absolutely. James, we have you on every week on You Better You Bet. We always appreciate you spending time with us. So it was uh, my pleasure to I spend time it. with you guys. Hopefully, hopefully one of us hits an hour right this week would be awesome. Yes, sir. So, let's do thank it. Thank you guys. DJ, hopefully DJ. Let's do it. Let's get a let's get a, a yes, sir. DJ win. <laughs> All right, be well, guys. All right, thank you, man. Ken Barkley. That guy's the best. That was great. That was great. That's great. Um we just had some questions, so we're going to go into question time. Are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's fucking go. I've been saying that all weekend. Can't lay over Rory. Oh, we go here? Okay, let's go here. Oh, uh, are you are you on Twitter or something? Where are you getting your question? We'll go here. That's cool. Um, Harry Higgs erected. I, I love, yeah. No, <laughs> Nick uh, Nick Bodner. Can't lay over Rory minus 110. I'll go find that right now and bet it. Yep, I'm with you on that one. I have can't lay over Hovland at minus 105, Haven. Listen, you're on. I I I got you. Uh, Cantley's seems like John Rom Jr. as far as a baseline. So I mean, I get it. I, I yeah. no no argument. How about that? Okay. I like it. And hey, that's what kind of what we're looking for in the full term head edge, right? We want those guys yeah. to have the high floors. We know right. he's going to make the cut. We know he's going to get top twenty. I get it. All right. Yeah. So over Rory, I mean, dude, Rory. I feel like he can go, he can go ejection mode in this tournament and just MC and call it good. I really, I think he's got one of the lower floors just based on that that uh, mental game right now. Okay. Um, any any golfers to fade one on one? Braves man, go Braves, baby. Let's go, World Champs. Maybe the last World Champs ever. Um, I love the Braves. Uh, yeah, maybe not like I'm. I'm fading Webb. That's my guy. Fading Webb. Yeah. So no. So we're. Like we're out on the speed. We didn't say anything no, about him. Like, know, man. no, you can't get, you can't. Here, I'll tell you his matchups. Like, you're not, you know, these guys are. You, you, oh wait, no, I bet Sam Burns over Speef. What about Willie? Is Willie going against Speef? Oh no, no. They're right next to each other. It's Billy Horschel. I, I, I can't do that because I fucking hate that guy. I think I'm gonna make that bet actually. Okay. Last you, one forty. Last one forty. No. Nah. I mean, yeah. you know, I lay the stroke. Yeah, but you, you gotta, you gotta lay some. You gotta lay minus one five for the stroke. Okay. Roughly. I'm fine with that. Sam Burns is a guy considered over speed. You can get uh, minus one eighteen here, maybe a little bit. Man, better. I haven't seen him hit a golf shot either in the past four weeks. I know he hasn't been great, so that's why I okay. I like, hey, All right, I was just I was just putting it out. Well, there. That was the first thing I did was search speed numbers. That's that's been the first thing I've done for twenty years. Uh, golf pool, Usti or Decky? It's Decky. It's not close. Yes, sir. Hundred percent. All right, here we go. E Money Junior. Reed at two hundred and fucking fifty to one, man. Is he was he hurt or something? Was, I mean, I haven't heard much about what's going he made, on. Reed. He made some. He went to PXG. I mean, he is awful right now. But man, Reed at two fifty. I mean, he. I bet he is awful right now. Let me just. All, let me just all you need is this. All you need is a, any kind of glimmer of hope to see at two fifty. I mean, yeah, three straight MCs. He's losing strokes all the way around, striking it. I mean, second to the Bermuda, he probably punted his ass off. You don't have stats for that. I mean, two fifty to one. I can't. Can we just get some like some top twenty action? What would I mean? Isn't that probably the idea? That's probably best you can get. Yeah. 
I think so. No, no, that's a tough one. Two fifty to one. I feel like that's that might have to be a. Yeah, bet the two feet. Bet the uh, he'll, you'll have a better sweat at the twenty. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry about the. Uh... Yeah, no, I agree. Scotty Shepherd probably looks like he's on ice skates when he's swinging the conditions. <laughs> that's a good point, dude. That guy does have some fucking movement, doesn't he? Uh, I love it. Nitrogen yeah. has books at forty-five. I, there's plenty of forty-fives out there. I think that that's that's one I'm considering. All right, you got a Twitter question. Who are, who are you taking out of my my four that I'm that I'm leaning trying to figure out here? Uh, Xander thirty, Berger thirty, Brooks at forty, Zalat probably like fifty five. I think is what I can find. I think this. I think this is like around the time that we should probably get on Zal. Like now that everybody just forgot about the ball striking, yeah. amazing. Yeah, that was just amazing. Like that was one of the best ball striking performances I think I've ever seen. And when you get a guy that hits it really solid in the boo boo, mm-hmm. I love it. So I think I'm gonna go with Zal. Okay, I think you're probably right. And I just the other thing is, is I don't want to be off him when he wins. Like I want to be on him when he wins. Yeah, I want to say I told you guys we were there. That's it. That's it. Sometimes you just you just have to do fucking prideful shit. It's a smart yep. shit. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. all right. Football equals good at number N U M one Lions fan, num one Lions fan. Is there anyone you think has a better chance with soft conditions than if this played hard and fast? Long headers like Champ and Wolf. Yes. Um, you're going to want to carry it further. That's just a, that's just a fact. That actually leads me to to not like Berger as much. He's very accurate. He doesn't he doesn't carry it for. He's low running bullets. Right. Um, so I think that's a great point. You know, guys who hit it high and, and long like Bryson. Decky. <laughs> What's that? Decky. Decky. JT. Yeah, I mean, I like that carry stuff out here. When it, if it's going to be soft, I want guys who are going to fly it because it doesn't look like they're going to get much run out. Um, and uh, in that case, you're going to want the guys who hit it long, but not either of those two motherfuckers, so they can't hit fairways. So right. those are two guys I don't want. <laughs> Champ and Wolf, no thank you. A little too inaccurate for me, especially at an at a event like this, but I think you're on the right track there. Um, all right. Uh, Dub Hustle at Leafs139. Golf pool, last group. All right, this is a good one. Oh, I want to talk about fucking I want to talk about it. Uh, this is awesome. Gary Woodland, Norin, Mitchell, or your boy, Brian Harmon. You got to pick one. Well, I will tell you this. Brian Harmon won't quit on you. That's for sure. It's, it's, it's Woodland, Mitchell, who? Harmon and Norin. Talent at this point, Norin, because okay. he's kind of he's showing up a little better. Everybody but else. as far as will and will always fight, it's Harmon. Okay. I don't think Harmon is going to hit it far enough. Uh, Gary, I've thought about betting Gary, to be honest with you. Fit two straight T5s, and he's doing it, gaining in every category. And when Gary's in that kind of form, he's one of those dudes who will just big dick dudes and just win shit. Like, you know, like he's got that. You have that, a special place shit. in your heart for him anyway. Though. And I do, because we were on him at the U.S. Open. I was on him early at the U.S. Open. So I have a special place in you my got heart a, you, you got a great... I w- you know what? That was actually one of your better bets. I'm gonna give you oh, some credit. Be my best. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely one. gonna give you some credit on that. I think. Yeah. And then you know he has a little little trouble, but then you know he picked it back up at the end of 19, and then he was hurt, and then he changed his swing a little bit, and you know fifth, fifth, and fifth. It's Gary for me. Call it sentimental. I love his form. Killer Keith Mitchell is another guy who I love his form. You know, 12th, 10th, 9th, 61st at the Palmer. So you're looking at, uh, you know, three straight. Uh, Top 12s are better. I like, I love Keith Mitchell because you know for a fact he's going to gain strokes off the tee, and that's going to be important here, I think, this week. 
So, you know, I think you got a guy in him where at least you know what you're going to get. You don't know what you're going to get on the greens, but you know what you're going to get at least off the tee. That's a good one, man. That's a good group. I think you can't go wrong with any of those guys, wouldn't you say? Yeah, but if you're going, I mean, you want to go off high ceiling. So if you said Keith is best form coming in, then go yeah. with the best form. Yeah, but I think Gary has probably the highest ceiling because he, he's he's like a natural. He's a winner. He's guys there. Okay. Uh, is Rama stay away until he figures out the putter? I agree with Lockie. I don't think so. I think that's kind of an anomaly. I don't know. I don't. I don't really believe it. What it's it too good. It's it too yeah, good. It's it too good. I, I honestly just don't believe that he's that bad of a putter. I think it's just kind of unlucky. And it's a lot of fucking like West Coast polo shit. Like it's like it's hard to fucking putt over there. Like what? <laughs> what do you? No one really puts well. So yeah, I think that's an anomaly. Uh, and that was from uh, Crooks Bepka. Uh, any final thoughts, man? This was fun. Uh, final thoughts. Um... I really urge you guys to, if you have the outs, wait till the weekend. Make your sheet. Let's see the weather. Yep. I mean, just think about it. This was 1985, and they said, hey, guys, you know what? We're going to allow you to bet halfway through the tournament. You'd be jumping out of your shoes. <laughs> really? Holy shit. That well, guess true. what? Now we got the opportunity. So uh, really focus on grinders, guys that fight through adversity, um and guys that uh like you were saying fly hit the ball really solid yep. that's gonna be a big deal this week yeah so. i mean i i really think you want to grab a couple numbers that you just think are off like i, I think you just have to grab dj now i think that that's just a wild number uh to me can't lay a number that, that i would grab and if you want to take that strategy and you want to really pay attention to these waves and that's not going to be decided until tomorrow night like we have to put out content now right <laughs> so we can't just be like yep yeah, Wait, wait until see what happens and we'll call it good. That's just not that's just not realistic. Um, but I love that strategy. Grab a couple guys, wait to see the wave differences, wait to see who's gonna get the most calm conditions, and then just boom, pound those live markets with a couple guys who you already had on your sheet, right? Like you already were like thinking about this, these 10. And then mm-hmm. once they once you see they have what they need, that you start building your card that way. For these tournaments in the weather, I think that's really the best way to do it. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I agree with you on that one. I usually don't wait live, I never bet live. And I'm not going to bet live this time, but uh, I do think that's a that's a very very viable strategy. Yes, sir. Cool, man. Well, next time we will be talking the Masters with Mr. Will Brinson. Ooh, that's pretty sick, right? Boy, we're getting we're getting some special people to get on. Well, we're emptying the bag of tricks this year, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> we only have about six podcasts a year. We're going to empty the bag of tricks, buddy. Right. So I think we'll do Masters. We got to do Jack, obviously all the majors, and uh, maybe. FedEx Cup like preview or something like right towards the end of that. Yes, sir. Cool. All right, man. Well, we'll see you soon. I want to be down in San Diego. We can play some golf, no doubt. All right, cool. All right, man. That'll be good. Thank you guys for listening. Like, share, review. You all that? This is it, why? You're making money on the sky. Let's get rich, why? Bitchy, keep on fishing a dime. Can't quit, why? Now pop.